This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> Here we are. It's the final. Uh, guys. Guys. It's the last episode. What are we going to do? We're going to count the days until next year when we do have another we season. Should- should we go back and like do old seasons? I don't know. Maybe. You know, there is. I saw, you know, and I haven't checked this out, but I did see there's a holiday British Bake Off, but I don't know if it's new. I don't know if they've done a new season, but on Netflix, you know how they do like the suggestions for you. Yeah. I feel like they is it old? the holiday one. It's old. The holiday one. But they, I think they are going to have a new holiday one that comes I out hope in a couple so. weeks. You know, I like when they do those little extras just to kind yeah. of like hold you over. I, don't I know. feel like I would do a, just do a series of episodes from our favorite episodes in the past. Yeah, because then we, we can talk like, about some of the other bakers that get nervous. Yeah, and we can just give a little back, a little more background. Like, okay, as you remember, this person has an X Y Z. We wouldn't have to do all of the series; just a few of our favorite episodes. Yeah, if that's something you'd be interested in, let us know and let us know what your favorite Big Off episode of all time is. Like some of the ones that come to, to mind for me are the Bread Week with, gosh, what was the guy where he made like that big lion? I was just going to say the lion. That, was that one was a good one. Or there was the the year that Nadia was on it. They had a chocolate week and that was an amazing one that we've watched a lot at our house because Miles really loves it. Yeah, we'd have to go back. We'd have to like figure out. Mm-hmm. What are some of the best challenges of all time? And we can go back and do those episodes. That okay. would be fun. Yeah. Okay. So while we're here and it's the final of this season. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Okay. So before we even started, I asked Brandon, who do you think it's going to be? And he said, Christelle. And I said, Giuseppe, like before the, before we kicked it off. And he was like, Christelle is so polished. And we've talked, he and I have talked about this. Like she's so polished. She has not really had like a single flop. She seems to really know her strengths. Like she gets really worked up, but at the end of the day, she really knows her strengths and she plays to them. I was thinking Giuseppe because I was like, you know what? Giuseppe came in at a different level than the other bakers from day one. Yeah. He has that experience. He has the ability to like get really stressed and still pull it off. I didn't really ask Brandon why neither one of us thought it was Chigs, but I think I for I specifically kind of thought like, well, I think it it could be Chigs, but I don't know if I wanted it to be Chigs. Yeah, I was the same way. I came in thinking it was for sure going to be Christelle, and then of course after our conversation last week, I'm like, it really just depends on what they're going to throw at them this week. So it's anyone's game. But my gut feeling was Christelle when I started okay. the episode. The opening shot was so picturesque, like the the drone shot over the like misty sunrise. Kind of foreboding too. It, it was. was like mm, here's I loved the tent. it. I was like, oh, yeah, it I was great. Be there. And then the opening sequence where they're showing all like the the teasers. It was so tense. But I still love that the drama was that like the oven wasn't on. I know <laughs> it's so great. And Giuseppe's stressed face. Just I want to yeah, give him a hug so I bad. Know. Um, my next note is that Paul and Prue got haircuts. So they sure they're did. ready. They look real good. Someone <laughs> got a haircut. <laughs> um, and I also thought it was interesting. They're saying every single finalist has had two handshakes and two star bakers. So this is very much anyone's game. So the signature challenge is an exquisitely decorated carrot cake with complimentary flavors and textures that you bring in with the use of fillings and decorations. So my thought on this was this is deceptively simple. They're giving them something that they should nail and then t- 
take it to 120%. The challenge here is that it needs to be completely cool before it's decorated because cream cheese frosting is extra slippery. <laughs> yes. And they only give them what, two and a half hours? Um, yeah, I think it was two and a half. Yeah. I mean, do you like we'll- carrot cake? I love carrot cake. Noel makes it very clear the entire time they're baking that he does not like carrot cake. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> no one in their right mind would choose carrot cake as a cake. It's like every the only people who eat carrot cake are people who want to think they're healthy and they're not. It's like, yeah. oh, Noel. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I, just I like have like a gallon fasting. of oil in my, <laughs> but yeah. it's fine. Scott and I love carrot cake. I love a carrot cake. I don't mind it. It's, I'm not going to pick it. Um, so Giuseppe is making his with a Mediterranean Italian twist. For once, he says, with fig jam with walnuts and orange zest and then light orange cream cheese frosting. He is making one giant cake that he's going to cut into layers instead of Christelle and Chiggs who are making their layers, baking their layers separately. And this turns out to be almost a fatal decision because his takes so long to cool and it almost costs him the challenge. Right. He almost falls into the trap of exactly what they warned them about, which was right. like, you got to make it cool before you can frost this thing. And this to me, it was like so obvious. <laughs> yeah. And so out of character for Giuseppe to have this problem. Like you would think he would have seen this problem coming from a mile away. I feel like there's a lot of out of character things that he has done as of late, that you're just like, yeah. how do you not see this Lock coming? it up, Giuseppe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Cristal is doing a four-layer cake with orange curd, pistachio, and cardamom with mars- uh, sorry, mascarpone icing. And Chiggs is, says, this is the second time he's ever made a carrot cake. He's not, carrot cake's not his thing. And he's doing a star anise-infused pineapple jam with tiny carrot decorations that turn out to be so cute. So cute. And I have to just insert this comment really quick. Someone put a hot take on our comments last week that they're like, hot take, I don't think Chiggs has been baking for just a year. Someone has the conspiracy theory that he's really like this professional baker. (laughs) I'm like, why would he lie about that? But maybe, maybe. I could see it. He'd lie about it for the the producers. This is also the segment where they finally do like the family FaceTime. And it's so cute. So cute. A lot of tears. Like raise your hand if you cried during this part. (laughs) Everybody cried. It was just the... Because they surprised them too. So they were yes. kind of like, oh my gosh, it's my family. The star of Chiggs' family FaceTime was his nephew, who's like two years old and holding a popsicle and just like wants to show the camera him eating his popsicle. <laughs> that was my favorite. But it's so cute. And, you know, Chiggs starts to talk about how his dad passed away when he was young and he just so like, and his dad was at, you know, sort of a young age when he died. And so now he just like takes every opportunity he can to, to go out and have all these amazing experiences. And it just was so cute. And then they do Giuseppe's and oh my gosh, we come to find that Giuseppe's dad has like some type of dementia. He sends him this message where he says, you know, I'm so proud of you. You're better at this than I ever was. And, and you can see his mom like sitting there, just like, like he's, she's sitting on the arm of his chair, like willing him to say the thing, willing him to be like, you got this. And it's all in Italian. And it is is so cute and nails it. And just like, I'm surprised my dad was able to do that. And he like can barely get a sentence out. Oh, he's going to chills just thinking about it. Oh my gosh. That was so sweet. It is so, so sweet. It was so, so sweet. And then then he shows like all the thing photos of all like the amazing bakes his dad has done. His dad has made. He's like, these would have been amazing showstoppers in the tent. And (sighs) it really 
to me, that was the moment where I was like, oh, I really hope it's Giuseppe because yes, now you get the lineage whole, and the tradition uh, well, and, and like we've known the thing about his parents this whole right, time. Right. But now it feels now like, okay, just yeah, now you really get it. You get why it's so important for Giuseppe to like hold, like to like carry the flag into the next generation. And wow, it was so sweet and like heart wrenching. Christelle is like, there's no family recipe to pull from today. Like there's no godmother who makes carrot cake for every Sunday, but she, I still can't get over the fact. So they face, you know, FaceTime her family. I still can't get over the fact that her family is Corel, Chanel and Christelle. (laughs) I love it so much. And they all look alike too. I would be so confused at a family party. Yeah. And her family is so cute. The other quick note I have is that at some point during this, they do like cut to like a squirrel in the, in the grass. I'm like, there was not enough B-roll in this series. No, I really was hoping for more. We were missing out more on baby ducks, ducks, more baby ducks. Yeah. Next so, time. okay. Next time, feedback for the producers. Feedback, if you're listening. So, Christelle's cake, it's sliding out of place. It's a little bit too warm. She has four layers, which maybe is too many layers. Prue loves her flavor. Paul loves the flavor, but it doesn't look that nice. And she says, you know, to have my least polished bake happen during the final, probably not great. Chigs looks so good. He really has the finishing thing nailed. Yeah. He has a great eye for design. Yep. It's a bit rubbery. Paul says, you know, you expect a little bit of stodge, but this just takes all the way to rubbery, but it's a good flavor. Giuseppe's obviously is a little bit melted. So he was not able to get it cut. He wasn't able to chill it long enough to have like his clean layers. It looks okay. All things considered. I thought it could have looked a lot more melty and like a lot more wobbly. Amazing flavor, but it's too soft because it was too warm. He does okay. Nobody nails it, but they all do pretty well. Like they're so even coming out of that. It might that challenge might as well not have even happened because it has not moved the needle for anyone in any direction. Right. Like you're coming out of this like we are still at a standstill. No idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The technical is 12 Belgium buns filled with sultanas and lemon curd. And the instructions literally just say make a Belgian bun. <laughs> Filled with sultanas and lemon curd. <laughs> and and go. Like, and go. And they're like, oh my God. Giuseppe has no idea what they look like. It's We come to find it's basically like a cinnamon roll type of thing. But Giuseppe also has never made curd either. What? How? Which is just surprising. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, it's like a creamy liquidy thingy. It's like, Giuseppe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I Danger. Danger. Yeah, it's very surprising. So as they're going around, they're kind of, they're really figuring it out. But Giuseppe is like, the, the worst thing that could happen is that they're underdone. So he leaves them in the oven forever. I was literally yelling at the TV, Giuseppe, forever. take it out. Oh take my gosh. Out. He's like, he's so afraid of it being underdone that he's he like, he's like another two minutes. Them. I'm like, two minutes is forever. You can see just from the camera angle that they're burning. I'm like, yeah. how are, Giuseppe, how are you not? Oh, Even Chiggs is like, those look burned. Yeah. <laughs> Chiggs from afar is like, oh no. <laughs> What's going on with Giuseppe? Lock it up, man. In the judging, Christelle's look good. They're a little uneven, but a good color. Tastes good. Chiggs's are too small. He rolled his dough the wrong, the wrong direction. Way. Yeah. So he rolled it hamburger style and you needed to have rolled it hot dog style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're too chewy and solid because they're the wrong shape. And Giuseppe's are neat, but they're overbaked and dry as a bone. And Prue was like, if you would have just not yeah. overbaked it, they would have been perfection. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is intense this is the part where i feel like giuseppe's nerves are just running him the wrong right yes. wrong way i agree 
So in last is Giuseppe, which I was actually surprised by. I thought Chiggs was going to be last because I thought they were going to look at it and say, you know what? Giuseppe nailed every other element. He just left them in for too long. Whereas Chiggs had a fundamental misunderstanding of what was supposed to happen. Right. right. In my mind, right. I would have put Chiggs in last, but okay. Chiggs is in second and Christelle wins, which is a huge deal huge because this deal. is her first technical win of the whole series. And, and she, she wins it during the final. That yeah. is so, so cool for her. And she, of course, is extremely surprised that she is even in that yes. tent on the show. She <laughs> woke up this morning with no memory of having ever baked before. <laughs> She's like, how did, how I, get did I get here? <laughs> She's doing the Taylor Swift face. Very surprised and shocked that she's even in that room. Yeah, the like deer in the headlights, Taylor Swift face all all day long. But honestly, guys, it could still go either way. Like, no, it's nobody knows. Still, anyone's. There's just no no hint. No, not at all. I mean, maybe Christelle is a little bit ahead, but I feel like she kind of yeah. There's not yeah. So they before this before the showstopper, they do kind of go back to the little judging tent. And they kind of say that they're like, it still could be anyone. Like it really all comes down to the showstopper. Yep. Okay. I wanted to also make a, make a moment as they're, they're walking in for the second day to talk about the clothes and the fact that they don't change clothes between day one and day two. Cause every time we do this podcast, a few people bring that up and we did talk about it last season, but they used to change clothes like up until I, I'd have, I have to look up which season it is so I can talk about it more intelligently, but like halfway through this show, halfway through the seasons, they one day, all of a sudden it was like, are they wearing the same clothes? They weren't wearing the same clothes last week. I have to imagine it has to do with like the editing and roll and things like that. Yeah. And they probably don't want to give, I don't know. That actually makes no sense. If like, there's not still not going to give away anything. I think like, you know, when they do the edits where like something is crashing, like they want you to think it could, you know, they don't want to give away which challenge it's Oh, in. that's true. That's true. Maybe. That's a good point. Yeah. Like if the drama is on the third bake versus the first right. bake. But like, is that uh, really such a big really deal? Matter. Yeah. <laughs> Still nobody knows. They're not giving so, anything away. But seems like a lot. Editors, so, yes. please call us and weigh in. We would like to Why? Know that. Why are you wearing the same clothes two days in a row? It's odd. Not necessary. I wonder if they have a laundry service for them. I hope so. Do I know. So the showstopper is an outstanding Mad Hatter tea party display. They need needs to include at least four baking disciplines and have both sweet and savory afternoon tea treats. They have four and a half hours. My first thought is, where is Lizzie when you need her? Oh, do you understand how cool she would have made this? It would have been very cool. Oh, this is like how her brain works. I, as I was taking notes about what they were making, I was making brain like, pause, go, pause, go, because there's so much to write. (laughs) Chiggs is making a centerpiece cake flavored with orange curd that will look like the Cheshire Cat. Then jammy biscuits that look like playing cards with strawberry, elderflower, and black pepper. Then a chicken chicken and mushroom pocket watch pies, and then toadstools made from colored brioche filled with lemon and lime creme pat. Giuseppe is his kind of centerpiece is a dough, a kind of bread dough filled with chocolate hazelnut in the form of a giant mushroom. He will have mango and passion fruit, drink me panna cottas, orange and fig heart-shaped muffins, and asparagus and pea-filled shoe caterpillar. Asparagus and pea-filled shoe sounds weird, but fine. Christelle is doing a focaccia clock with za'atar and garlic, chickpea curry-filled mad hatter's pies, cardamom and pistachio toadstool biscuits, and chai cake talking sunflowers. So she's bringing cardamom and pistachio back. She really has a style when it comes to her flavors, which is great. They're all literally running this entire challenge. Just running around like crazy town. Yeah. Like truly Mm -hmm. running in this tiny tent. Yes. And the drama of the episode is that Giuseppe's oven 
doesn't preheat because the door isn't latched. Oh, yeah, isn't latched all the way. And he freaks out. <gasps> everyone freaks just, out. Yeah, everyone freaks out. It's like this could have cost him precious minutes. Like this could be the thing that like makes or breaks it. So that's kind of the name of the game. The rest of the challenge is like, can Giuseppe make it up? Then Noel does this thing with this spatula where he draws like this crying face on a spatula and he goes he around to each of the bakers. He did a few seasons ago, I think. Yeah. He, yeah, it was a spoon. A few yeah, the and he Mr. Was like, spoon or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like, if you kiss the spatula, he's like, this is Mr. Spatula. He knows the results, but he can change the results. And if you kiss it, you'll win. And Chiggs and Crystal are like, get that thing out of my face. And Giuseppe kisses it. And I'm my note is if Giuseppe wins, Mr. Spatula is going on eBay. <laughs> but it's so stressful, you guys. It's so stressful. Everyone is running. Everyone is just rushing as fast as they can. I can't imagine four and a half hours and still like God. it all comes down to the wire. Yeah. They have so Chiggs much is, to do. So much to do. Chiggs's cat honestly looks terrible. It's <laughs> so bad. So bad. It's just like a like a cylindrical layer cake with like a pair of ears. Like really? <laughs> it doesn't look at all like it the doesn't Cheshire even do the cat. smile. No, it just like and it's blue. The Cheshire cat was purple. It's purple, yeah. Very did not knock that one out of the park. No. And but Giuseppe, even in his stress, is so precise. Like his panna cottas, he's filling with like a little, you know, he's it's they're so precise. Everyone runs around. Basically, half this episode is you just like trying to keep your heart rate down for them. But then the timer is called and everyone is done. And I love that the entire crew just claps. You could just hear like the whole crew just clapping for them. They're like, you're done. And everyone's and they have like a and, hug. Yeah. And you could see like Noel had this look of just like pure happiness like proud and dad and proud dad yeah. it was so sweet like, it was look very at my baby sweet. bakers look how yeah they come. yeah they all look unbelievable and no you know giuseppe pulled it off it really just by looking at them we're it still could be anyone so giuseppe goes first paul says it's simple and effective so it's sort of paul speak for like i'm a little underwhelmed by your design but it's effective the caterpillar is delicious, but the textures are not quite right. The chocolate hazelnut mushroom is very Italian and lovely. They like it. The orange and fig muffins are amazing. The passion fruit mango panna cotta is unbelievably perfect. He does really good, but he's not flawless because the caterpillar shoe buns were yeah. needed to be a little crispier. And they wanted it a little bigger. They're like, these yeah. are kind of small. And it did look and a little small, but... Prue's like, but it's supposed to be a caterpillar, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Interesting <laughs> like, vision, Prue. So does really good, but not flawless. Chiggs's looks amazing. The chicken leek and mushroom pies are delicious. The brioche mushrooms are delicious and lovely. The biscuit cards are good. They're missing some of the flavor. And the they Cheshire love the cat, jam. They love, they the, love jam. the jam. Yeah. And they, the, the, those cards were really cute. They were so they cute. That was a good really idea. Cute. They did yeah. look really cute. And then the Cheshire cat is delicious. And I'm like, did Chiggs just win? Yeah, because they really liked it. And they actually gave him a lot of credit for the cat. And I was like, do they not know what the Cheshire cat yeah. looks like? I was like, guys, this looks terrible. I was very surprised. I was like, there's no smile. It looks like something from Blue's Clues. Yeah, I could have made that. But like, it still feels like, you know, it wasn't flawless. But I feel like he did a little better than Giuseppe. Like the thing, the flaw that they found right. seemed to be a little smaller. Right. It's still a small flaw. Christelle, hers looks amazing. As always, she really knows how to like finish a bake. I mean, it's the a whole scene. Awesome. It's yeah. like in a, like she grew a tree for this practice. Yeah, the whole thing is huge. So cool. The cardamom biscuits are nice. The talking flowers are good with good flavors. The curry hats are nice. They look so cute with their little hot water crust pastry. But the focaccia 
completely flops. It's raw. Raw. Paul says, what have you done? What have you done? And Prue tosses it as if it has offended her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's not edible. And that is the ultimate, ultimate no-no. Wow. And Christelle knows in that moment, she's like, I just lost. She is devastated. You could see her heart breaking. Which is bizarre, too, because like she you know, checked her focaccia with the little thermometer. Although I will say it looked so flat. Like you wouldn't have looked at that and thought this is a focaccia. It looked like a tortilla. It did. And it was so weird because I'm like, is someone messing with their ovens? Because it's like, did it just Well, it just didn't rise. Oh, but it's so weird that she didn't notice it. Yes. It's weird that she didn't notice it. It's weird that she was like, yes, this focaccia is ready because it was flat as a pancake. So Christelle flopped. Yeah, on the focaccia and that was that was that not the bomb like a bad bomb it was a bomb it was not the bomb it was <laughs> i just bomb. have to side note if anyone picked up from that sex in the city reference i'm gonna be so proud of you not the bomb anyway i obviously do not yeah okay so Christelle knows she's lost. I think it's pretty obvious. It's between Chiggs and Giuseppe. You know, they have all the crew. They have these little toadstools. It's so cute. They have this little garden party going on. They walk out to give the announcement. And Noel is holding the cake stand so unceremoniously. He's just like sort of like hitting it against the side of his leg. And it just still cracks me up that this is all for like an engraved glass cake stand. Yeah. Him and his phenomenon shirt. Yeah. And his heeled boots, which I love. Oh, so great. I love him. (laughs) All right, guys. The winner is... Giuseppe. Oh my gosh. I was so happy. And once they announced his name, as I saw them standing there, I was like, he deserves it. And I think I would have actually been disappointed if it hadn't been him. Yeah. I I feel the same way. Cause I was like, Chigs. Yeah. If you sit there and think about them throughout this entire season, it really, Giuseppe is just what Prue said. Like he's been at a different level. Classic, classic baker. And that's what they want for the show is they want that classic, very detailed, exactly what Giuseppe is. And Paul was Another even level. like, the very first bake that I judged of Giuseppe, I walked up and I saw his mini rolls and I thought, here's our winner. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there we go. Giuseppe wins. And then they do the cutest, like, where are they now? Where are they, you know, everyone has had like reunions. Freya and Lizzie are besties. I don't know if you guys follow Lizzie on TikTok, but she and I don't Freya follow her, but I love that people send us those TikToks and it's so cute. Yeah, we don't have TikTok, but I do like seeing the TikToks on Instagram. <laughs> They're so cute. And like Jurgen and his son brought some trombones to like a picnic that they had. But then it says, Giuseppe couldn't come because he moved to Milan. He and his dad are going to put out a cookbook. It's like, well, now we got to buy the Giuseppe cookbook. That's just amazing and so cute. And I love them so much. But before we end and wrap that up, I have to make a funny note that one of our friends, they they weren't like a huge fan of Jurgen. And I was like, why don't you like Jurgen? And she's like, well, you have, I was like, he plays the trombone for his neighbor. She's like, I bet you his neighbors don't even like it. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody said his labors like the trombone. Okay. Like, but his neighbors are like, why is he doing that again? It's so loud. I was like, that's so sad. I bet they like it. Jurgen, they appreciate you. Jurgen, you're the best. You're the oh, best. Oh, Jurgen. All right, guys. Well, what a great for, season. Thanks for hanging with us for this season. That was a great I'm year. So sad it's over. I know. Till next time. <sighs> Write us with your favorite episodes and we might do a few 
because that would be fun. And if you're in the US, we hope you had a super great Thanksgiving. Don't forget, it's that's not it for Joy and Claire. You can still find us every week on our other two podcasts. This is Joy and Claire. If you want to just listen and overhear. If you need some friends to hang out with, you need we are your friends. With, we are. Just if you need to like have a conversation going in the background on your commute, that's what this is Joy and Claire is for. And then there's Girls Gone Wild podcast, which is all about health and fitness and mindset. And a lot of great interviews over on that podcast. So hit us up. It doesn't, this is not farewell. This is just see you on one of our other podcasts. Until next time. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake. We're never going to get it together. <laughs> <laughs>